Greetings, everyone. This is I'm Right. I'm Right. And I'm Jill Cox Cordova. I'm Anthony Cordova. Hello. Hello. I'm tired. Me too. Two people tired doing a <laughs> podcast. We are. Well, I finally, uh, the semester has started for me, and I'm so relieved that I get to teach all my courses from the comfort of my home. Woohoo! Totally online. Yes. No hybrid, no face-to-face, no face, no anything. Face to face. Well, Just having great. my and I'm doing it asynchronous, which means that there are no real time uh, meetings. So, as long as students log in every week and complete the the assignment for that week mm-hmm. by by this a specific deadline, it's all good. Well, that's fantastic. I'm glad you uh, don't have to go in. Me too. I'm so relieved. Uh, although and some of my colleagues do. Um, and there are different scenarios for different safety measures, but I'm just glad I don't have to do any yeah, of that. Me too. That's great. That's great. So shall we get to this week's topic? I think we should. All right. Well, I think it's appropriate we were talking about school because this week's topic is lessons you learn, learn part of hmm. a segment that we call Stand by your stance. Have you learned anything from me? I learned so much from you. No, you don't. You're just saying that. No, I'm not just saying that. What have you learned from me? My IQ has increased since I met you. I know your brother says that. (laughs) It's true. It's not true. It is true. It is not true. There's so many things I've learned from you. Such as? You taught me how to write. I did not. You know, you were writing before you met me. You were, that's that's you what were you, writing and that's you were writing you, and performing spoken words. But so. that's what you always say. But I wasn't writing prose then. So you. Well, I got you to try prose. Well, you you teach me many things, and Jill, you're a professor. But that <laughs> you have an MFA. But that doesn't do you, mean I teach do you, know, you. People, I do have students. People yes. say. People will say. Hey, Tony, do you ever think about going back to school? And I say, no. Well, why not? Uh, my wife's a professor. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't teach you everything. I just teach one topic. Yes, but that's well, the topic two, That's two the topics. topic I would want to learn about. So, yes, you teach me. So whenever I have a question about writing, all I have to do is ask you, Jill, how do you, how do, you do such and such? And you'll tell me. I okay. do. Okay. So yes, I so do. So you think you have your own learn. personal professor? Yes. That what you think? Yes, that, that's what I think. <laughs> but so let's get away from that because you yes. never agree with never me agree when with I that. say that. I don't. So there is something else that you really have taught me. What's that? And that was learn not learn how to communicate better with people. You taught me that. Oh, I was going to say that about you. That I learned that from you. Because old Jill would say, you know, prior, pre-Tony, well, actually, when we were dating, this is when I learned it from you, is that if if we were having a conversation and I felt that you offended me in some way, like, you know, you, you just mm-hmm. say things sometimes yes, and I you do. don't know whether <laughs> you just say things and you don't, you don't mean to, to be offensive, but sometimes you are. And I would just, in the past, when we were dating at first, 
I would just withdraw and just, well, I have nothing else to say. Yeah, it's never a good idea. Well, you taught <laughs> me to, to just, you know, talk it out. Yes, but you... So thank ta- you for that. You're welcome. But you taught me to have discussions with people and remain calm. How? How did I teach you that? I don't think I taught you that. Yes, you did. How? Well, I grew up in a house that everyone argued. Oh, because I would tell you, I don't, I don't respond. Well, I tell I everybody, don't I don't respond well, well to when people raise their voice yes, with me. Yes, so, I just don't respond. So you, you did teach me how to, you know, be calm when I have. But I don't think you've ever raised your. Come. That you, because you taught me, you taught me. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm not standing for that. <laughs> if you're gonna start yelling, I'm out. You know, so <laughs> it taught me that. Hey, you know, I, I need to learn a better way of communicating my feelings without being angry. And we we use that all the time. We now do. With, we do with our podcast. So you you. I, That's why I don't ever recall your raising your voice. Yeah, because you me. told me early on you weren't having <laughs> well, it. Well, I, I, yeah, I did tell you <laughs> that that's how, that, and I'm like that in the workplace too. And the minute somebody starts raising their voice, I'm out. I stop and, listening. And, I, I really tune them and out. And here's the thing is, is, the people that grew up like me, um, we don't, most of the time, we don't even realize that we're raising our voice and that we may be yelling at someone. Because it's the norm. It's the norm for you. It's the your norm, normal, normal way your of normal communicating. Volume. Yes, it's the yes. normal way of communicating. Um, you know, like they've done studies to show people that were, you know, who who has the high blood pressure? The person that's calm or the person that's doing all the yelling in the office? And it turns out that the person that's yelling is... Well, that's the, logical. The one, the one that has low blood pressure. Oh, <laughs> Really? Yes. I don't understand. Well, see, that gets... Because I have low... I have... Well, I was born with really low blood pressure. So I've always had really low blood pressure. Yeah, but some people, if like me, if their normal way of living is uh, expressing themselves by yelling, that's uh, what they're that's, that's used to. That's just normal. Right. So you take a person like that and you say... Hey, you need to turn tone it down a bit. That would probably increase their. I blood like pressure. how you just said tone it down because, as you heard recently, not from me, but I don't even remember where you learned it. But you learned that <laughs> if someone says "calm down," it just makes that person matter. Yes. The, so don't the, use yes, those the words. Absolute wrong thing to do when someone's angry when is, someone to say, is, a, is to say "calm down." Say "calm down." Just calm down. Calm down. No, nope, that makes that, a person more work. angry. Yes, it does because they don't think that they're not calm. I still think that's funny. I think that's funny too. <laughs> it's, it's, well, one, but you know what? It's it's well. I'll tell you when it's not funny. I'll tell you when it's not funny. Yes. When you're dealing with a police officer. Oh. Well, you wouldn't tell a police officer to calm down, no, would you? No, 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 no. You could be dealing. Let's say you get pulled over, right? I'm scared. You get pulled over. Yes. I don't know. Whatever. I'm scared of where this a, is going. A rolling, rolling stop on a stop sign. Okay. Okay. Which is not a complete stop. Correct. Okay. 
So you get pulled over and the cop says to you, uh, hey, you didn't make a complete stop at that stop sign. And you say, you're right, officer. <laughs> you're right. I didn't. I made a mistake. Then the officer says, calm down. <laughs> and you say, but I am calm. I'm just telling you, I agree with you. I told you to calm down. See, so that's when calm down is, see, it, it goes both ways. I don't understand that example at all. You lost me. Quite why would what, often, what you said, why would that be considered not calm? Because the because word calm down is also used to escalate a situation from the other side. Oh, Okay. So sometimes people, so some people say calm are really, down but, to escalate the situation. Yes, when you are calm. So you can you yourself can be calm, but they will say to you, calm down. I am calm. But calm down. I told you to calm down and just to escalate things. Oh, interesting. See, I just learned something from you. Yes. How about that? Well, another How about thing, that? <laughs> <laughs> another thing that I have learned from you is to be more open with people outside of our household because as you know as our listeners know I did not want to do this podcast because I saw it as telling more about my personal life than I cared to tell anybody you know I'm Uh a very private person or at least I used to be (laughs) you still are (laughs) (laughs) but this podcast has forced us to talk openly about you know things that go on in our relationship. Yes, that's that's true. That's so true. you have taught me to open up to people I don't know because we don't know who's exactly who's listening. Listeners, tell us who who who's are you? Listening. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> and they can yeah, do so by us, calling our voicemail. Our, yeah, which at, is uh, what number? Four zero four five nine four two two four seven. Yes, um, because some of our listeners we do yeah. hear from, and so we we know who they are. But I, I we would uh, like I, to hear from some other listeners, although we love the we, ones yes, that do call. Yes, so the ones that do call, don't stop. But, but the ones who haven't, let us know who you are because we're not sure who our listeners especially are. Especially if uh, we've never met you face to face. Yes. We would love to get a call from you. Yes. Uh, to see to see who you are. And, yes. Uh, we don't have to air the call. So, so you can, but you <laughs> you can, can tell, tell us, us that, say, you, yeah. I, I don't want to be on the air, but I just wanted to call and, you know, say, yeah. hey, I'm listening. Yes. So. That would be cool. So, so have you learned anything else from me? I mean, you know, it's it's almost endless the things I learn from you okay. all the time. Well, I have an example of something I've learned from you and your family. Uh oh. This is this is <laughs> this has got to be. I learned not to do such and such. No, no really. No. What have you learned from me? Well, and everybody my knows I don't curse, but if I did, I would know some some words because I learned that from you and your family. <laughs> I and, don't. I don't know. I I don't know if I want to take that. I don't want to claim that. I don't want to claim that. Well, no. I will not claim. I have refused it. It's refused. You have not learned that lesson because you don't curse. 
But if I put something in, let's say, like a short story and I needed the character to curse, I know what to say now. No, actually, you don't. Because you know? one time you did that and you <laughs> and had you said, me no, read it over. I said, no, 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 Jill, no. No, no, no one would have said this. So, and and I help you with, with how. You did tell me that, that. No, that's not what you would say. That. You did tell me that. Yes. Okay. So maybe I still have more lessons in, in that regard. But this one, I think the next thing I think you will accept. What? That you and your family have taught me. And that's to vacation together. We, I didn't. I in the uh, when we yeah. first got married, I was like, "Oh, vacations with just you." So it never occurred to me to take a vacation with, with other members of your family. Well, but but if we you, did if that you love a few and times. Get along with yes, your family, we we did that a, a couple of times, and it was or a few times actually, and it's been fun. So yeah. I did learn to do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, out of all of those times. There are a few dramas in some of the and in some of those <laughs> occasions there was a little drama. Uh, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> but overall, overall it, 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 was it was something that I, really, I I opened myself up to and and I enjoyed it. So yeah. So thank you for that because that never you know I grew up as an only child so that never would have occurred to me to mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. I didn't know that that was a normal thing to do. Yeah, but yeah, but you teach me teach me about theater. Teach you about. I love going to the theater. Where before I hardly ever went to the theater, but now yes, COVID, we don't go much. No, 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 I didn't go. Well, nobody goes in COVID, but no, no, but yes, I, 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 I love the theater. Love the theater. I don't think we've actually seen that many theatrical productions we, we've gone to concerts uh, together no, you've opened me up to some jazz wait a artists. minute jill remember we were contributors to the oh, true colors that's right company. i forgot that's right we were so we went to many uh, well most of those were freebies we just decided to donate money because we were getting so much for free it doesn't matter you didn't have to tell that part <laughs> but that's but that's that's what I'm saying. That's why Doesn't, we went as but, often. But but because look, people were like, "Hey, you want to go to this? Here are some free yes, tickets." I so love, we went. I love going to the theater. Why are you saying it like that? Because when I go to the theater, I I want to feel like I'm part of the theater. And this is how you become part of the theater. Just by s- pronouncing it that way and yes. saying it that way. Didn't, yes. Didn't know. Yes. And I, <laughs> and I put my Did. nose up in the air a little bit. Theater. Oh. Yes. Didn't know. I did not teach you that. Yes, you did. No, I did <laughs> yes. not. Yes, you mm-hmm. did. Nope. Did not. Say, say, say that same phrase. I enjoy going to the theater. <laughs> <laughs> The theater, as you said it. That's how you say it. That's I learned it from I, you. No, I That's didn't something say it that I way. I just learned you, you didn't said even it. know you were saying that. Hey, <laughs> listeners, let me tell you something. This is this is off topic. This oh, is off, no. this is this Why is definitely off topic? off topic. But for those of you that know Jill, you know she's from Kentucky. Yes, but nobody believes she's from Kentucky. No, you're not from Kentucky. You don't sound like you're from Kentucky. (laughs) But I really you're you're not from Kentucky. So I figured out what happened. The stalk did it. The the, stalk. The what? The stalk. The stalk. The stalk. 
The Are you stalk. saying stork or stalk? That's what I said. Stalk. Like stalk. Jack and the Beanstalk. Stalk. <laughs> yeah, the stalk. Yeah. <laughs> but you're the, saying stork. That's the not stalk. That's what it is. Stork. That's the New York. I, I still was, have some New York in yeah, me. Yeah, so clearly. It's the stalk. The stalk. So he's saying, listeners, in case you're not getting it, S T O R K, not S T A L K. Yes, the stalk, the one with the wings. The stork dropped yes. me in the wrong place. Where I was, was, just, I was where was gonna, the stork well, trying see, to take me? This the stalk, the stalk was trying to take you to New York. So he was flying across the country. He was. Trying but you're to take from you. New York. Yeah, but he was trying to take you to New York to the Upper East Side. <laughs> see. <laughs> That's where he was trying to take you. But the stalk was old. No one understands why you're saying this. The stalk was old and he got tired (laughs) over Kentucky. And Tony thinks I and, made him a writer. And and and, and clearly he has and quite the, the stalk, imagination. The stalk just dropped you off in Kentucky instead of dropping you off. Uh, in New York on the Upper East so Side. So, where what direction was the stork coming from? Where he, was he wouldn't coming, get to. He was he coming get to from Kentucky. out west. He was oh. coming from out west. Oh, but I don't understand why you think that I was supposed to be dropped in the Upper East Side of New York. Because you have millionaire taste. <laughs> well, that could have come from L- listeners. That came from my grandmother. Some of you listeners <laughs> haven't haven't heard this before, but I'm sure I've mentioned this on the podcast. When Jill and I were dating early, early on, and we're getting to know each other and, and we're driving in a car, we're on I-75 headed back up to Kennesaw. And we're just driving. You know, we had been to the theater. <laughs> And so I don't think we we have. left. We left the. I'm telling this story. Okay, you're always trying to change my stories. I'm just so, trying to tell so, the facts. Th- Those these are not facts. This is not ahead. journalism. This is not. This is a story. This is a story. All right, I'm telling so, the story, listeners. He's telling. I'm telling fiction. This I'm is telling, a short story. No, 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 no. This is Keep this going. really happened. So we're driving in the car after we left the theater. We're on I-75 going north. Right, we just passed Windy Hill. Okay, and we're driving, <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm, you know, well, Jill, what what type of things would you like to accomplish in your life? And like the first thing that came out of her mouth was, oh. You I want really to really have this story I, wrong. I want to own a penthouse in New York. I said, "Really?" <laughs> and you said, "Yes." I said, "Why do you want to have a penthouse in New York City?" You said, "Darling." All, <laughs> she said, "Darling, all of my friends have them. So why shouldn't I?" And I just said, "Hmm." Okay. <laughs> so let me tell my version of this that story because story. that is not what that's, happened. That's First of what all, happened. we were at your so house. I learned this gets back to this episode. I guess it does connect. I learned that you had really high taste in in you were you were you were on a higher rung than <laughs> me. <laughs> that's what I learned from you about you. My well, let daughter. me tell listeners what really happened. What really happened was that we were at your house and you asked me what kind of, if I could have any house, what kind of house would I want? And I said, well, I would like a penthouse in New York. And yes, I did say, nope. you did say, well, why? And I did say, because 
my friends have them. Why shouldn't I? But no. I didn't say darling um, no. or any of that. We were on I-75. No, we were here. No, we were We were at here. this house. No, I, re- I remember it quite well. I remember it quite well because I said, hmm. I, would, I remember holding the steering wheel. I can remember every place I've driven every single time. <laughs> and I remember I was holding That's the steering true. wheel. I, and I remember we were in my my white uh, Jeep Cherokee and, you know, the raggedy one. The one that I. The Haiti made me get rid of. So and I remember stranded on the road. And I, re- I remember driving and, and asking you the question. And then you told me and I was, and, and after I heard the answer in my mind, I was like, hmm. She's never going to get that if she's with me. (laughs) (laughs) And yet you stayed with me. You stayed with me. But now I don't have to have a penthouse in New York. No? No. I want one Because my friends still have them. We (laughs) could just go visit them. Now now I want one. Now, how funny is that? Well, see, that's what I learned from you also. We, you know, there are many. I learned to be a dreamer. No, you didn't learn that. I did me. learn to be a dreamer no, because you, you know what I, you know what I learned. Even though I grew up in New York, New York was a place. My New York is different than your New York. Yes. So New York, for those of you that didn't grow up in New York as you know a middle class and a middle class family, know the people that grew up there know, but the people that don't grow up there don't know is that New York, even back in the 60s, was like the biggest place of the haves and have-nots. That term wasn't even coined during that time. So, as uh, growing up in a middle-class family, you didn't get to do the things that people would do in Manhattan living on the Upper East Side. They were two different worlds. Okay. So when Jill and I met, she would always ask me, Have you been to such and such theater? And I, and I said, No, Jill. No, I have wouldn't you ask you about have you, have I wouldn't you, ask you about have you that. Been, I would ask you about restaurants. Yes, you would ask me about restaurants and that. No, 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 no. Because no. you were a Long Island guy and not a Manhattan guy. And when even, I lived in that area, even, I was in Manhattan all the time. Even if I was a Manhattan guy living in Harlem, I wouldn't have gone to the restaurants that you were mentioning because... I mentioned Sylvia's. That's in Harlem. <laughs> other restaurants. <laughs> you, 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 you know what? So anyway, I did learn to dream. So this is what I learned. <laughs> I learned from you that if you want to live in Manhattan and have a wonderful life, just everything is great. Because I never, I never want to move back to New York. But Long Island, New York, period. The, the whole state. You don't yes. want to live anywhere in anywhere, New York. Anywhere, anywhere. Sorry, Unless, New Yorkers. Anyway, no, the people that got away from there and like that they got away from there, they don't want to move back either. So, but I could make an exception. 
and moving back to New York. If you had the penthouse, if I, I had first a penthouse, <laughs> if I had car service, if money was no object with no way, no how, that is a different New York that most people, you know, they, they, don't, they don't get to experience it. So, um, well, I did have car service often. I didn't yes. live in Manhattan, but I lived yeah. close enough to where I could go to the city often. And I yeah. went to different restaurants. Yeah. So if I had if I had the penthouse and 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 all of that, I would I would go back. You know, you go from your penthouse to your doorman to your car service to the restaurant, back to the car service, back to the restaurant. Oh no, back to the car service, back to your uh, townhouse, your Pen- penthouse, and all is good. No subways. No Notice taxis. which one of us is saying this, but it's time for our. That's second- what I learned from you. I have. I didn't say any of that. I'm a dreamer now. I'm a dreamer. Time for our second segment, which we call Give It a Rest and a Resolution. Well, my conclusion is that you're a bigger dreamer than I am. My conclusion is that it can be good to be a dreamer. <laughs> That's what you've learned from me? That's what I've learned I from like you. That. I like that. Yeah, because you know, again, I I was more of the analytical type person. Yes. Didn't dream. Okay, I know if I do this, 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 and this, it will create this, this, and this. Yeah, but that dreamer thing, well, dreamers, well, the, head in the sky. Well, my con- two conclusions about you, two biggest things I've learned about you is number one, to focus on the things that only I can can control. There are many things I can't control, so I should just focus on the things that I can. Mm -hmm. So I learned that from you. So thank you. You're welcome. I also learned that you're one of the most generous people I know. That's not true. No, you really are. (laughs) That's not true. You're kind. Kind and generous. I am kind. I'm not that generous. Well, generous, what I mean by generous is that you will help someone if you can. I will give of myself. That's generous. Okay. Well, let's get to our third segment that we call I'm trying to help you. Well, this one's a a little different in terms of giving advice. So if you're in a situation, if our listeners are in a situation about learning from their partner or person they're interested in. This is an easy, this is an easy tip actually. So you're back to giving advice? Yes. Which uh, last episode I did not. (laughs) But my advice is twofold. Very easy, though. Two very easy things. Okay. Open your eyes. And when I say open my eye, open your eyes, I don't mean just open your eyes. Actually look at what you're seeing and also listen. Truly listen. So open your eyes and listen to the person you're with or anyone for that matter. Anyone. Because you may learn, you may be able to learn something from them if you really open their eyes, see who they are, listen to what they have to say. You can learn something. So that's my tip. That's great. That's a great tip. Well, my tip somewhat echoes that sentiment, and that's never stop learning and also understand that we all can learn from each other. Oh, that's a very good tip. Thanks. Cool. I'll get on your couch any day. My couch? Yeah. Where? <laughs> didn't you say you wanted to be a psychiatrist? No, you thought I didn't about say it that. at one time. I said if I hadn't gone into journalism, I would Psychology. have gone into 
to psychology, Psych- but I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you would have figured out what I really am. Nuts. <laughs> well, we have one more segment. So let's, uh, and that's where we want to hear from you listeners. So let's get to our last segment that we call. So what do you think? think? What do you think? think? Because I'm right. Because I'm right. So how can we hear from our listeners again? Yeah, that number is 404-594-2247, 404-594-2247. And what exactly do we want to hear? I want to hear someone leave a voicemail screaming. (laughs) (laughs) And that's it? (laughs) That's it. That's all I want to hear. What what do you plan to get out of that? A laugh. Oh, you just want someone to make you laugh? No, but they might get some relief. They may need to scream. Okay. They may be going through some things and just need to get some stuff out of them. They may be in a bad marriage. They may be tired of being caught up in COVID and shut in and not being able to go on vacation. Call and scream. Okay. Well, yes, listeners, you can do that, but, you know... With my being an English professor, I like it when people use words as well. <laughs> so I would like to for you to actually say something. Tell us who you are. Uh, you can vote on who's right. You can listen to previous episodes, comment on that. Or you could just leave a suggestion even. But no phone sex. Well, definitely not that. <laughs> no, no, no phone sex. We, we won't air that. No, we will not. We'll just we keep don't want to hear us. that. No, we don't want to hear that. <laughs> On that note, you've been listening to I'm Right. I'm Right. I, my name is Jill Cox Cordova. You don't know your name I anymore. really don't. I that, that really got me. <laughs> and I'm Anthony Cordova. Thank you, Gifford Ivan Cordova III, for the music, Nick Sinky for the art. And thank you, listeners. Bye. Bye.